Moncrief on News Talk. You may remember that last year there was a substantial delay in the results announcements for state exams. The main reason being that there was a shortage of examiners to correct papers. It's an uncertainty that can produce all sorts of knock-on effects for already stressed students. And as you've just been hearing there on the news bulletin, there's still a fair amount of uncertainty for 2023 as well. Brian Mooney is a, a, a columnist on education for the Irish Times. Good afternoon, Brian. Good afternoon, Sean. So why uh, why last year was this, or was it a sudden shortage of examiners? What, what caused that? It wasn't a sudden. It has been a gradual thing building up over a number of years. But as there were no examiners correcting virtually the previous year, other than a tiny number in November, um, when they went back to the market or went back to the pool, so to speak, they found that, you know, at the end of a very tough year involving covid most teachers just didn't want to know. They didn't want to be involved. They wanted their break for the summer, and it became a bit of a crisis, and they really had problems in getting enough people to do it in the end of the day. Yeah, and is there an indication that will be the case as well this year? Well, there is, there's substantially more money on the table this year, to be honest with you, Sean. I mean, if somebody's correcting the junior cert, you know, between all the, you know, the attendance at the training day and at loan, correcting 350 papers, they can earn between four eight five eight and 5,000. And for somebody doing the leaving cert, you know, on average, 500, 250 papers, they can earn between 77 and 11,000, almost 10, 10, 8, 4. Jeez. You know, so um, there is substantially more money on the table. And the SEC um, is obviously, they've set up a dedicated website, um, which is the secexaminer.ae website, which is specifically there for teachers and for people that are trying to encourage to do it. And all the conference dates that people would have to commit to, et cetera, are on there. So, you know, they're putting a lot of resources into it. And they're hoping that obviously under their campaign, which is called Learn, Earn and Return, that effectively that they can get teachers, you know, to take this as part of their normal work. That, you know, as in they're getting paid for it mm-hmm. and they're going to learn more about the correction process. They hope it will make them more effective in terms of their, their teaching to their students. And that rather than depending on a smaller number of teachers to do it each year, that they can make it something that because of the financial incentive, that more and more teachers will agree to do it and that it will become not a crisis every year, which it has been for the last number of years for the SEC to actually get enough people on board. Do you necessarily have to be a teacher to be an examiner? Now, they did take some trainee people last year, but they prefer, obviously, you know, the preferences for serving teachers, people who are actually teaching the curriculum, you know, people who are recently retired obviously also do it because they have great experience in doing it. Um, you know, but last year they did what they had to do to get it over the line. And obviously, if you remember last year, the junior cert didn't come out till very, very late. It was almost coming up to Christmas. Mm. Um, that didn't matter as such. They were all in transition year mostly, although a small number do go directly on to fifth year from, from third year. Um, but the leaving cert, you know, um, they did get it over the line. But ultimately... If you have one or two subjects where you're really struggling to get correctors, that delays the whole thing because you can't release the results until you have every single paper corrected. So the slowest subject in terms of getting people is going to be the date in which you get the, exa- the, the results out to students. So obviously they're hoping this year that the increased incentive financially, uh, as well as having a, you know, all the information up there on the secexaminer.ee website, will encourage teachers to come on board yeah. So then last year, was it all teachers who marked the papers as far as you know? or did they um, to... I think some trainee teachers, somebody, some students in university who were doing degrees in the subjects ultimately did some work 
um, out of necessity and that they didn't have enough teachers in the end of the day. Mm. Uh, But I'm hoping that that doesn't happen this year. In fact, you know, the experience, obviously, with the um, people who were doing the orals over Easter seems to have been somewhat positive. So, obviously, you know, the... Uh, the hope is that we're, we're getting back to a more even keel. Now, the, the problem was, John, that over many years, I, I would say 10 years, you know, each year you were seeing a smaller number doing it, and it was quite gradual. And then during COVID, it actually fell off the side of a cliff. In that, in, was it 2020? Um, there was actually no corrections as such, you know, um, because they actually had the predicted grades, and then they gave students the opportunity of doing the Leaving Cert in November if they wanted. Only a handful did, and therefore there was virtually no correction. Um, and then you, the following year, if you remember, the students could either take predicted grades or uh, a Leaving Cert result, and there was no Junior Cert again that year. And because, you know, a lot of students just chose to accept their predicted grades, we only needed a small number of examiners. So it was only last year in 2022 that we were back to the full whack. And suddenly when they went back to the market, it just wasn't there. And it was a real struggle to get it over the line. But hopefully this year, with all of these new incentives, the website, the additional funding money, when you combine the attendance at the the, the training day, etc., you know, it's quite financially attractive to to teachers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and correcting 250 papers... I, is that a lot of work? Is that weeks? Oh, it is a lot of work. It is. I mean, you're talking about a commitment for about three weeks. You know, I think it's about 21 days. It's, you know, it's a commitment for basically the month of July, you know, give or, mm. give or take. Um, and effectively, you know, but you do earn your money. I mean, it's not easy work and you have to be absolutely diligent. Um, now, it is done online. Most subjects have now moved online. Again, all the information is on the sccexaminer.ie website. Um that's been a gradual process, but it's now getting to the stage where it's virtually all online. Um, so you can do it from home and you can do it, you know, um, without having to leave the house and you're not carting around big bags of sacks of papers <laughs> yes. like they did in my day when I was doing it back in the, back in the 1980s. But I mean, um, you know, uh, it, it's done as conveniently as possible for the teachers to actually be able to do the work without their life being too disrupted. Yeah, and but it, I, is a, it is three weeks' work. Yeah, and, and I assume on the training day and, and in the process of marking, there's some sort of marking template that they have to adhere oh, there is. to. And it, it's absolutely detailed. And, and, and at the end of the day, as you know, um, the student can look at their papers online mm. when they you know, get their grade. They can go through it literally line by line. They can see exactly where every mark was allocated. They can have an appeal, and then the papers will be recorrected by somebody completely new, so effectively, you know, it's it's very diligent work. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's very transparent. It was Michal Martin, believe it or not, as Minister for Education, brought in that system where students could go in, and obviously up to very recently, it was the physical paper they could look at in the school a couple of days after they got their results. And if they weren't happy with it, or if an error was found, it can be obviously rectified. If it's an error, it can be rectified straight away. And if they're not happy with the quality or whether they feel they should have got more marks, they can appeal it. And about 20% of those get upgraded every year once they're appealed. So effectively, there's a huge level of transparency in the process and there's a huge level of fairness. Yeah. Is there is the, the, the introduction of continuous assessment a factor in this in that it's increased the teacher's workload and then they go, and the last thing I want to do is do more of this during the summer? Well, you see, the, the continuous assessment is being introduced, Sean, gradually as each subject has been kind of reviewed. I mean, some of the new subjects, like in PE, 
50% um, of the marks are already allocated by the time they sit down for the written paper. There's a new, um, uh, what do you call it, computer science program, pretty much similar. Then you have 40% on the orals, you have 20% on the projects in geography and subjects like that. So, you know, as, as we've moved forward, you know the minister announced last year that she was hoping to have 40% of all papers assessed before the student actually sits down for that final paper. But if you actually look at it subject by subject, it's been happening gradually, and in some cases, say, higher than 40%, like in art and, as I say, and in, um, you know, the computer science and the PE, etc. So, effectively, we are moving gradually to a situation where it isn't all going to come down to that last three weeks in June, and the students will have a, a proportion of their grades already earned by the time they actually get to the, the final uh, month of the exams. Mm. The, the, the last we heard from, the, the, I think, as far as I know, the department isn't actually committing to a date yet. Uh, is well, the problem, the problem there, Sean, you know, um, the university is, are talking and they're, they're saying, you know, the fact that there is a repeat paper uh, in July, which I was lobbying for for many, many years, um, you know, for students where there's a family bereavement and they're saying, you know, why are we delaying the whole process of this? This doesn't cause, to a large extent, very much of a delay. What has been delaying it for the last number of years is the fact that we have to adjust the grades of this year's exams to bring them more in line with what happened during COVID. Because if you don't, you have about 12,000 applicants to the CEO this year who are carrying grades from last year and the previous year, which, as we all know, were inflated because of the um, process of, you know, giving students predicted grades. Now, you know, if we are not to adjust, you are going to allow those 12,000 to hoover up a lot of the high prestigious places because their grades would be higher than what was traditionally earned before 2019. So the minister is trying to be fair to every applicant by having last year she made a commitment that the grades of 2022 would be in line with the grades of 2021. And that adjustment process was what delayed the results coming out last year. She is making a similar commitment this year. She didn't say exactly that it would be the same as 2021. She has referred to a glide path whereby over a number of years, two or three years, maybe maybe even up to four, gradually the grades will be brought back to 2019 levels. But if you don't make that adjustment and they suddenly go back to 2019 levels, you know, the normal correction process, then this year's students would be at an unfair disadvantage. So in doing that process, you have to wait till everything is corrected and then you have to look at doing an adjustment so that effectively this year's students don't have that disadvantage. And that's what's been delaying it. It's not the second sitting of the exam. Yeah, and, and it, it delays presumably whatever causes the delays will affect um, universities and their intake if, if they're Of waiting. course it does, because obviously with the huge shortage of accommodation, if you're the first incoming first years and you're waiting for those results and everybody else has gone back, by the time you arrive in town, <laughs> there's yeah. a all left unless the universities have their own accommodation and they put a proportion of it away. There is also the issue about, you know, um, students who are applying to other jurisdictions waiting for their results um, and not being able to get them. I mean, you know, the European universities, particularly the Dutch, where thousands of Irish students now go because of the degrees taught through English and they don't have the high points that we have here, um, 
they need those results by the 1st of September if you don't get them by the 1st of September. Now, they've bent over backwards to facilitate our students for the last number of years, but they're really fed up of doing it. Um, and students who are hoping to get a place, you know, that there's a huge difference between getting those results on the 1st of September and getting them on the 31st of August. So there is a lot of pressure on the State Exams Commission, no matter what level of adjustment they have to do to make sure that the results are fair, to get them out by the end of August. And that's, I know that is the target, but whether it can be met, we won't know because obviously until we see how the whole thing pans out, you know, we don't exactly have a date yet for, you know, but it's, in, it's going to be in around the end of August, given that we know that there's going to be an adjustment this year. Um, but whether we can get it in the month of August is the real is the real target that we're trying to achieve. Oh God, fingers and toes crossed all over Ireland. Parents have their heads in their hands uh, listening to you, Brian. Uh, Brian Mooney is a guidance counsellor and editor of Education Matters Yearbook. Brian, thanks a million. Not at all, Sean. And uh, what we've been talking there, not a lot of uh, sympathy, co- oh, at least at the moment, not a lot of sympathy coming in for teachers. Frank in Cork says, teachers equal moan, moan, moan. Uh, and somebody else says, correcting exams should be built into every teacher's contract. It is absolutely crazy that this is not the case. They have one of the shortest teaching years in the world. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.